And it's episode 131! Yay! 131! We missed last week because we were off being edumacated. Yes. Uh, we were at the last official Nahoo Spring Symposium. That is Wahoo. Uh, Wahoo, you're right. That's the state one. They're, they're yet to update to the or whatever they want to call it. NABIP? Yeah. Oh my gosh. They, they got this new acronym that is just horrible. Obviously, they did not ask the people who would be using it. Well, no, they, they did shop it around, and I was on one of the, one, one of the teams that said, no. no. Is, everybody I've spoken to has gone, no. So, obviously, they didn't listen. Yeah, they, 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 they you know, it's like, oh, yeah, it's a new thing here. It's poo. Um, if the name's poo, the organization is not. Well, depends on who you ask, but... <laughs> It's a lobbying group, so there's always going to be some naysayers. Yeah, we're going to get into some some capitalism today. Is so that our goal? Is that our, that is, that our topic that today? Is our is capitalism. Goal. Well, we're we're in this supernova business expansion contest, which is freaking awesome. Ooh. It is. It's it's really challenging us, and, and it, was, it was really thought provoking. Provoking. And well, provoking. Provoking. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. So yes, this this business challenge is definitely thought provoking. It's made us think mm -hmm. in a lot of different ways about a lot of different things, which is pretty flipping awesome. Now we are around here are are practitioners of a real inclusive version of capitalism. We do our darndest to be inclusive. And, and you know, we we talk about you know things like equity mm -hmm. um, because that's who we are. We you know we want. You know, people who participate to, you know, have a share of the system. Right. It's very piratey. Yeah. And to be fair, mm -hmm. we have always felt this way. I yeah. mean, we didn't always have words for it. But when we first started Lothies 10 years ago, we want everybody to comes comes in our office to have to be um, treated with respect and dignity. That was how we that yeah. was our start. And it's just kind of rounded out since then yeah and now we're, we're getting into the mechanics of things and we, we, we they, they challenged us to to you know look at you know some of the demographics that's for our industry right and this we pulled from we just happened to stumble across it you know data usa Men as insurance agents make 56% more on average than women doing the same job with the average annual salary of 98,554 compared to their counterparts which make on average of $55,016. So here's a question. Now, they say, oh, go back to the article. It's it's not. It's, no, no, I just I want to see I want to see the phrase. Okay, blah 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 blah. Okay, so what we're looking at is um, doing the same job. Not necessarily, because a lot of the women doing this job aren't actually licensed agents. No, no, no. To be a insurance agent, you must be licensed. No, I understand. I know that. But what I'm saying is the paragraph that, that gave us the statistics uh -huh. implied that the women doing the job, doing the work, uh -huh. might have been customer service folk. Mm, no. Okay. It it's, it's, it's doesn't read that way. 
it's because it's different between saying insurance agents versus customers versus CSRs. CSRs. Well, this is just straight. Well, because there's no salary in what we do. No. However, there are such things as like lines of business. That's true. And and this is something that the our state helps perpetuate. Mm, Yes. Insurance agents make fifty percent. 50% 50% more on average than the women doing the same job with the average annual salary. Now, I will I will give a, a classic example. Property and, and casualty uh-huh. versus life and health. Okay. Life, uh, the, the health is dominated by women. Yes, always has been. And it's paid less. Yes, we have to work more for what we get. And it's it's usually paid on a per person monthly basis, person or if you're month. doing Medicare, it's one lump sum. Yeah, and it's not a. I mean, my best commission mm-hmm. is twenty five dollars per person per mm-hmm. month. So that's do math. Maybe do math. Uh, okay, so twenty five dollars mm-hmm. times twelve. So that's a three hundred dollar mm-hmm. commission per year. Mm-hmm. It's not a lot of money. Well, when you think of it that way, per, the property, on the other hand, is usually paid on a percentage basis. Yes. So that you, if you are targeting where you market, so that you're doing, you know, the homes that are, you know, six hundred thousand, which is not a stretch these days. No. What's what is Eight point five percent of oh wait because you can't really drive premium that way. Um, <laughs> it is a considerable difference. Yeah, well, it's and, percentage. And then, well, oh, I know, I know where I can find the example. Hmm. If you look at the submissions in um, the foundation of the Office of the Insurance Commissioner for health insurance. The insurance companies have to list the the commission rates, and usually they they list them out as 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 less than one percent for health. Yeah, yeah. Versus, you know, minimal minimal commission for properties usually eight eight percent. Yeah, yeah, eight percent of a million dollar policy is eighty thousand dollars. That's. That's pretty Yes. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's, it's yeah, I mean it's that's... a it's a huge difference. That that's a good example of the inequity that's mm-hmm. built in the system. So does that mean that fewer women are doing property coverage? And they might be doing it on the CSR level. They might be not, they're probably not doing full agent level. See, that's what I was just saying. Maybe they're making fifty five thousand dollars because they're not working the working they're doing everything but the binding signature. Well, I've, 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 we've also run across uh, licensed um, CSRs that are getting paid hourly rates versus commissionary. True, which is, um, a, well, you know, when you've, okay, one of the things that might be driving that yeah. is the desire for a, con, for a consistent income. Possible. Because I know that was one of the things that was always, especially if it's a single mom, mm-hmm. you need something consistent. You got to have those funds coming in. Yeah, and you got to know where they're coming and when they're coming. Because um, you've got hungry babies to feed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is that is one of those conditions. It's like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take this hourly rate and work there for years. But yeah, I've seen some of this. Just it's just like 
it's kind of sad. Yeah. It's why I'm glad that they're the, the, the our state and it looks like on the national press now to get rid of the, the non-compete clauses. Yes. Because uh, that's just that's just dirty pool. Well, it's it's I get the theory behind it, but it, it's been abused. Yeah, the good example was there were some local well, actually it wasn't local. There were national sandwich shop chains that put non-compete clauses in contracts with their sandwich makers. Yes. Which means if you quit Joe's sandwich shack and you'd sign with his competes, you can't go to work for Chad's sandwich shack unless it's like 50 miles out of the area. It depends on what the clause is. But yeah, yeah, but it was, it was the stupidest thing in existence. Yeah, it's, you're not dealing with intellectual property. No. You're not dealing with, you know, super trade secrets. They're not paying you to, to withhold that clause. Washington State really boosted it out of the water, and it was it was like over, you know, if you're not paying them like over $100,000, forget it. Yeah, if you're just, if you're just a workaday guy, a non-compete doesn't. Fly. Yeah, it really doesn't these days. Look it up if, say, if your boss is, oh, I'm going to see you because they're going to compete. It's like, yeah. And that's a really great example of, of lousy capitalism is this, oh, you got to run it according to lawsuits. Yeah. If you got someone that's, that's getting a lot of lawsuits, don't do business with them. <laughs> fair enough. That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a fair one. But yeah, we got asked a question this week. We're, we're, we're going through like surveys mm -hmm. and all three of us are like, that's a lousy question to ask customers for us. Yes. It's a, an absolute horrible question. And it, it highlights some of the principles that we run our agency on. And that was to ask a customer, what is the most they will pay for your product? That works great. If you're selling Waffle irons. No. No? No. You don't think so? The reason why is because the thinking behind that, the thinking behind that is you are eliminating the cost of goods function in your product. And you are seeing on how much profit you can drive. Well, isn't that kind of the whole point? No. Because that does not take into account your community. True. True. Unlimited profits like that is eliminating the community factor in your decision making. It's eliminating customers. It's your thinking. It's for your if you if you've got hourly if you've got well, hourly employees, mm -hmm. you are. You are literally taking their profits and going, okay, here you go. Yeah. Okay. Here's the thing. Mm -hmm. One of the things about that particular survey question was, okay, what's the most you would pay for this particular product? That is not necessarily the price you're going to set your product at. Yes. However, it's the thought process behind it. Okay. And it's, it's, it's to get as much as you can get as much as you can and get out. Oh, it's, yeah. It's the thought process that is complete upside down from the Henry Ford model, which is produce a product that your employees can use. Can afford. Can afford. It's complete. Like I said, it's flipping that upside down and saying, okay, let's go for maximum profits. 
So if you are making a waffle maker mm-hmm. and you are charging $500 for this waffle maker mm-hmm. and you're paying your, um, your employees who are building the waffle mm-hmm. maker, selling the waffle maker $15 an hour, they can't afford the waffle maker they just built. Yeah. You're taking out, you're stripping out the community out of your any sort of processes mm. and decision making. Interesting. It's it's what has literally broke the healthcare system. Yeah, I think you might have something. You might be onto something. Be- because it it says, okay, what is our me- what is what is the most we can charge? You know, the patient. What is the most we can charge these insurance companies? And it's not recovering back those costs of good and plus, you know, a little bit of salary. Mm-hmm. It's raking record profits. Yes. It's all about the bottom line it's, and, and satisfying the stockholders. And Yes, because the, the stockholders are the ones that have the profit sharing. You know what broke? You, you know what broke it? What? The freaking stock market. I've said this before. Mm-hmm. I've been saying this for years. Mm-hmm. It's when the companies that are publicly held are chasing a greater bottom line every quarter. Every And if they don't hit that mm-hmm. increase every three months, they lose. They, they, they get. Well, it's not just increase every three months. Mm-hmm. It's increase at the forecasted rate. Yeah. And if you under forecast, you get your numbers, ra- you get your numbers racked. Uh-huh. There's. It's it, it's it's a it's it is. A, it's what drives the the ridiculous CEO salaries. Yeah, it it drives all of the ridiculousness. Mm-hmm. It drives the lack of customer service available mm-hmm. because the first place those people start cutting is is payroll. Because mm-hmm. for some reason that's the easy place to cut, and they get an and and those dollar dollar grubbers. Mm-hmm. I, I, they understand. They just mm-hmm. don't care that because they're looking really short term. They're not looking long term health of the company. They're looking what, what happens in the next three months. Then what happens in the next three months? Mm-hmm. They're not thinking about what happens in the next three years even. Well, it's 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 not only the time; it's the community, right? And that really, when you start doing stuff like that, it's really strips away some of the community and, engagement. And when you when you remove the community, it becomes easier as a corporation to outsource jobs. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, if the C, if if you're okay, used to be, mm-hmm. used to be. Yeah, I I love these. Um Are you remember when? Remember when? Okay, so there would be company picnics and the the mm-hmm. sometimes even the CEO would show up. Right, you'd have the the upper management and the middle management and the 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 salary workers and the mm-hmm. hourly workers all hanging around having a company picnic, mm-hmm. and maybe the CEO would meet the guy who puts the screws in the drawers, and maybe it would be harder for him to eliminate that job because he knows that Joe has six kids and one on the way. Well, there's there's also there's 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 a wood benefit and the one one of the benefits that, I, that I've, I've actually experienced was this the you know the president of that particular division would show up 
with the Christmas bonus mm -hmm. and do the bonus checks and thank you for a good job. And it's like, here we did, we killed it last quarter. We hit our quotas. Here's your profit shares. Mm -hmm. Or here's your jelly of the month club. And well, yeah, we've moved to, you know, that jelly of the month or, Hey, you know, congratulations. You keep your job. But yeah. We're going to rate record private. It's but there's also a consumer responsibility. Okay. And the reason why I say there's a consumer responsibility is if you know that someone's doing business that way, why do you keep doing business that way? Because you want their product. But we they've already established that their product is to produce maximum profits, not maximum community. Yes. And if they're the only one that's producing the product that you want, mm -hmm. what do you, or your need, heaven forbid, need, what do you do? You've had a heart attack. You need to go to the hospital. Mm -hmm. What are your options? You have to go. You, if you don't want to die, mm -hmm. you go to the hospital and you're still, and you're feeding mm -hmm. the, the, the fat cat insurance companies you're feeding, the fat cat hospitals you're feeding, the fat cat CEOs who run all that. To be fair, the fat cat insurance companies, they've got profit restrictions. Yes. The 80, 20 rule. Okay, so yeah. back to then, back to the fat cat hospitals. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, the doctors aren't even doing what they their, their doctors aren't even making what they used to because the the corporate mm -hmm. hospital owners are sucking it all are sucking it all up. Yeah. However, we got to look as consumers on on what is, you know, hey, do you really need this sandwich that's being produced from this shop where the owner just you know goes on African safari killing critters? There you go. You get a shop with you. You've got to stand your ground with your dollars when you can. Mm -hmm. And, and that, that's a, that's a very important aspect. Are you supporting a corporate storefront or are you supporting a ma and pa storefront? Mm -hmm. Or ma and ma or pa and pa. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that is a real significant change in business. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, do I need this, you know, as fast, as fast and cheap as possible? Or do I put some investment in my community? Exactly. And you'll find that if you invest in the community mm -hmm. and go that, you're probably going to find a higher quality product, which lasts longer. It's the whole shoe thing. You buy a cheap pair of shoes mm -hmm. that last you six months, or you buy a more expensive pair of shoes that last you 10 years and guess which, guess how much money you actually spend less overall. Yeah. It does lead back to the fact that until, unless the corporation structure and the corporation ideation of uh, profits and the gotta meet, gotta meet, gotta mm -hmm. meet that bottom line changes, it's going to be a, a tremendous struggle. And I don't foresee that changing anytime soon because the people who are kind of in charge of that are the ones raking in the bucks and they've got this obsession with dollars, not community. Well, here's, here's and, and the ones that do have some sense of community are taking it to other countries and to, to make themselves look good and make sure everyone's immunized, which I'm not hating, mm -hmm. but okay, let's support all the communities, not just the ones that look good. Well, here's the thing, Mrs. Business Owner. Mm -hmm. How do you conduct yourself? Uh, in what sense? 
How do you conduct yourself? Do you operate in a community-minded manner? I try to. I don't always succeed, but I do try. Well, that's, that is where it starts. Mm -hmm. You start with yourself. You can't say, oh, it's never going to change, so throw your hands up. I'm not saying throw my hands up. I'm saying we, it, it's, 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 was it act locally, think globally. The, and it's not a bad thing. If I, you think is if I do my part, you do your part, and Dooley Dogs does their part, and Marine, mm -hmm. you know, Jelco does his part, and Lupine Family Medicine mm -hmm. does their part. Great. Love it. Let's do that. Mm -hmm. It strengthens it strengthens the community of Central Washington, which is great. Yeah. How do we get that wave going to hit those who are driving the big bucks? You know, I really don't care who drives the big bucks. And the okay. and the reason why I don't care mm -hmm. is I would rather see a hundred small businesses versus the one large one. Okay. It supports that. I mean, it's a hundred small businesses puts 500 people mm -hmm. into work. One, one large business. Mm -hmm. And usually the, the 500 people yeah. are, are working towards a common goal yeah. and hopefully better than average wages. You've got a, you know, hundred massive businesses that are stripping the soul out of their employees. <laughs> well, yeah, because they don't have that community factor. If they've got, you know, corporate ownership, it's usually elsewhere. Yeah. So the, the any profits is getting stripped out of the community, and and probably you're, possibly sent overseas. You're you're taking that large corporation and 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 run it. You know, instead of a hundred, mm -hmm. you're 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 more likely at 75. So you've got mm -hmm. 25 people drawn on unemployment locally. Mm -hmm. So you're further stripping the, the community. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that's why I support the small businesses and, and always work to empower them. It's why we, we, we sat there and it's like, okay, how do we, how do we support LGBTQ businesses mm -hmm. in our area? And it's like, okay, we're going to start out first with a kind of fierce, explosion with headshots and some networking and build some of those community connections. Yep. And that's where you start things. It's like, okay, let's do this and do the connections. And, you know, Hey, someone needs to do events. We've got an event planner. Hey, someone needs catering. We got caterers. caterers. Hey, people are going to want to, you know, know that you can look well dressed up, which means I got to go get shaved my beard. Um, <laughs> Good trim, but don't shave it. Yeah, so it's yeah, ooey. So yeah, good you, thing I got my haircut a couple weeks ago. Yeah, you are actually ahead of the curve. Because I'm awesome that way. And I'm saying morning, Chris. Morning, um, Chris. <laughs> but yeah, that is the 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 crux of it. You've got to start supporting community. You can't you. While it's 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 fun and nice to go off to Walmart and, and look at their stripped down supply chains, mm -hmm. the money doesn't stay in the town. Oh no, only in the most cursory sense in the in that they're paying their employees, mm -hmm. and sometimes they don't even pay their employees enough to 
they're not they're not paying living wages they're they're <laughs> they're their version of it and this is i don't know if this has changed mm-hmm. i hope it has but their version of health insurance is here here's how you apply for medicaid yeah so yeah you've got to look at those those dollars it's like where are you shopping it's, it's why the kroger safeway albertson's merger thing is just a horrible idea it's terrifying um it wasn't a good idea when Safeway Albertsons did yeah. that. Well, you know, back in the day, AS see, Safeway got bought by a holding company. Yeah. And their goal Cerberus. Cerberus, right. And the, and they also owned Albertsons. And yeah. their goal ultimately was to strip every feasible penny out of it and then sell it, which is exactly what they're doing. Yeah, do a Wall Street. Yeah, exactly. And that's not good for the community. And then squishing this all together into one great big monolithic um, corporate grocery structure mm-hmm. under the you know Kroger name is terrible for competition because in our in here in Wenatchee mm-hmm. we have Safeway, yeah. Albertsons, and Fred Meyer, and then we've got Winco and we've got Costco mm-hmm. and Grocery Outlet. That's it for groceries. That means the major standard retail is going to be owned by one company. You don't think they're going to price fix? Mm-hmm. They're going to price fix. Well, they're already price fixing. They're already price fixing. It's just going to get worse. And, that, and that's that's the big thing that the last you know year has taught us is that dr- that corporate drive for maximum profits, stripping out the local community of any sort of wealth. Yep. Or wealth building. Exactly, because they're not going to be paying. They're not going to be they're not going to be supporting with any in in very little ways you know they're not going to uh mm-hmm. they're not going to put back into the community they're not going to support the apple blossom parade you know they're or sponsor mm-hmm. the apple blossom parade or the other the it won't be the the fred meyer classy chassis parade you know that kind of and that's just that even mm-hmm. that's blind communities no and then the reason why i say no is because we were working with the, the the health plan finder yeah and sponsoring community events yes and a, a good example a good example was we we said hey go to cafe they're good people yeah and there was a dog pile a virtual dog pile of different corporations just, just dump money into them yeah. Into the health plan finder? No. Into cafe. Into cafe. Oh, that's good. It is. But you need to spread the money around. While they're doing good things, there's probably another 20 or 30 different groups that are doing good things as well. They just got into cafe, got into the radar. The cafe got it would become popularized. And eventually, it's like okay, awesome. It's like where do they go? But yeah, it was literally it was it was like all the carriers, the local hospital systems, and about half a dozen others that were dumping money into them because of we dropped their name. No, um, other things. No, it's just it's it's they've, they've got a good system of extracting grants. Yeah, they do. And yes, they do good things. So it was one of the things we've we've gone back and forth and we shared things, but it was like, yeah, there are other things that they could use help. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and that's that's a really good example of because they're the 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 it's popular. Mm-hmm. It comes up on the radar of these large corporations. Yeah, and then large corporations say, "See, we're doing something good for the locals," when they're not actually doing anything but throwing money at them. That's not building community. It's just throwing money. <laughs> well, it also creates a very vulnerable system. Yeah, because oh, we're going to strip the money away, and then the, because oh, sorry, we didn't have good did good our quarter profits, didn't do so, so good, so, so we're not going to give. We're you not going to support you this month this year, and. And that's that's you're you're forever under the thumb yeah. of these large corporations. And you have to be cognizant of what you do, whether or not it's going to take off the large corporation. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I've, I've I've pointed that out with with how certain things operate. I I'm not going to say it online because yeah. I, I I've gotten in trouble in the past for ex- explaining on how the health system works. Yeah, we don't want to do that yet. Just, just yet. So, if you want to know, come to the office. Yeah, you come to the office, Matt, and Matt will talk, because um, I know all the skeletons. But that there's some really areas that can improve on the local level. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's why I go to my guy, Uli, mm-hmm. Uli the Great, um, and his wonderful shop versus going to a Supercuts. Because I know the supercuts is going to, you know, drain, you know. It's like, yeah, I could get a cheaper haircut, but even, you know, even if I tip well, there's there's less money in the community. Yeah. Um, so there's a, there's a there's a big divide there. Mm-hmm. Um, when we get, you know, meat, we have a tendency to go to a local rancher. Right. Because we have enough money that we're able to pool together and say, hey, let's get meat. We go to a local rancher. So there are ways to do those purchases to acknowledge the small shops. And one of the, one of the weird trends that we, we, we notice in the insurance world is we, we did a quick survey. Mm-hmm. And a majority of the people only wanted to talk to their insurance people at renewal time. Yes. Because they don't know their insurance people on a personal basis. Yep. And they, they don't want to have the conversations on how coverage is because they might, this, this is actually the one of the ones, the, they don't want to have the conversation because they don't want to be upsold or talked down to. Ooh. That's a good thing for us. Not That's a good thing that we don't do that. <laughs> and the important thing is, is you need to have, you need experts yeah and that's part of the stripping out of community is you mm-hmm. strip out your experts you don't have teachers that teach history mm-hmm. you don't have insurance agents that do insurance agent things they just sell that baseline premium mm. they're not selling they're not selling the selling for the client they're selling to the client you have butchers that sell cryo packs of prepackaged meat mm-hmm. versus cutting it up there at the shop you don't have local groceries working with farmers to bring in the groceries you have it shipped in from large farms out of state mm-hmm. things to consider you have more storefronts open because the businesses have shut down in downtown there you go so there are ways to do 
capitalism that are healthy and alive and it involves having that community filter mm-hmm. on when you do things that filter of okay how does this affect me you know five years from now mm-hmm. is this person selling me this item now in the moment or are they looking for my continued support for the next 50 years there you go that's the client we want all right good place to stop so hey have a great day enjoy it it's spring is sprung we are off we we're here at suzilla every we try to be here every thursday um you can look at past episodes and we are gonna go off and work on our supernova business expansion contest expansion expansion. and everyone have a great week talk to you later bye bye